it's important to be, one thing I say, frequent, relevant, engaging, and measure what you're doing. F-R-E-A, free. That's my playbook. Ready to spend 15 minutes with the experts you admire? Need strategy sessions from thought leaders brought directly to your ears? Welcome to the Sprocket Talk 15-Minute Strategy Podcast, where every week George B. Thomas uncovers the challenges that sales, marketing, and service professionals face. And of course, the strategies to help them overcome their biggest hurdles. So sit back and set your sights on growth with these bite-sized conversations filled with pure strategy gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast. Hey, Sprocketeers, it's your boy, George B. Thomas. And yes, we're back and you're back, thank God, listening to another episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast, where we try to find a strategy that for your business, your sales, marketing, and service professionals, you can implement and grow your business and succeed. That's what it's all about is you succeeding. Today, I'm super excited because we have a brother of mine, a friend, a guy that I have loved to watch online do the thing that we're actually going to be talking about. But before we get to the deep end of the pool, Ramon, why don't you let the Sprocketeers know who you are, what you do, and where you do it at? Absolutely, George. Thanks for having me with you, man. I'm so glad. And Sprocketeers, what's up? It's good to hear you. Good to be with you. Good to share knowledge with you today. I'm Ramon Ray. Smart Hustle Media is my company. And in short, George, I do about two and a half things. Well, three things. So I love to eat burnt pancakes and bacon every Saturday morning. Love to doing it with a whole bucket load of high fructose corn syrup. Sorry for the health people out there, uh, but I'm a speaker first and foremost. I fly around the world speaking on stages, usually associated with large brands uh, who want to reach small businesses. And point two, we have a small agency that produces a lot of content for these very specific brands who are looking to reach small businesses. But I'm an author, writer, event producer, and people can reach me and I do it at smarthustle.com, smarthustle.com or ramonray.com. No N-Y, no Y, no D, not Ramoncito, just Ramon Ray. So I have to ask you probably the most important question of this episode then, are the pancakes burnt or is the bacon burnt? <laughs> the pancakes, three pancakes about this size, they're burned to a nice crisp on the top and the bacon's there, but you know what? I'm, I realize I'm going off change. Let me answer the question. <laughs> so let's dive into the deep end of the pool, which is personal branding. We've talked about this in a historical episode with DP Canute and Sprocketeers viewers, listeners, if you haven't checked out that episode, make sure you go back and listen. It was amazing talking about corporate brands, personal brands, growing inside of corporate brands, stallions, and all sorts of other crazy things. But Ramon, what are the foundational pieces when you start to think about personal brand and the importance of that for small to medium-sized businesses to really crush it in this digital space? What are the foundational pieces that we need to know to carry on the conversation today? For sure. And thank you again, George, for having me. Excited to be here, man, and share. And I wish we had 1,500 hours, but I know we have 15 minutes. But I think it's, and you help me keep track because my brain, I don't know about yours, but gets scatterbrained sometimes. So pull me back anytime. But George, the three pillars of elements are as follows. I think one is building a fan base or community. Seth Godin, many of our peers and fathers in the industry talk about this, but it's building a fan base. And as you've seen me do, this is really what I'm about, fan-based building. I often say it's easier to ask for a smile than it is to ask for a sale. That's one. As you have your fan base, now how are you different? And this can go many different ways. People have said this for years, but for me, it really is. George, there's the speakers are a dime a dozen. You're a rock star MC and host, man. I've seen you work. But how can I add the value that Ramon does, that I do for the people who like me? So that's point two. How can I be different and showcase 
Why do we want Ramon? And then the third, which has many legs to it, but the third then is the stuff that we're doing today. Do you have a book? Do you have an event? Are you producing content? Are you producing video? All kind of in the rubric, George, of are you educating your audience? So I'll pause there for a minute, but for me, George, that's really the core fundamental, building a fan base, a community, not trying to sell, fan base too, building it, how are you different? You know, how, what pizzazz and what makes you different? And then three, for me, I'm not saying this is the only way to do it. A lot of people do other things. They're focused on sales or word of mouth or mailing postcards. But for me, it's an inordinate amount, carpet bombing amount of content that people will love. If you don't love it, hit the unsubscriber. Don't follow me. But that's really what I do to build a personal brand, which as you see, people know Ramon in my little community. I love it. So I do want to go back to the very first tip out of the three and building the fan base. I'm super curious your thoughts, Ramon, around the amount of time one should allow them to have expectations around building that fan base, right? Because one of the things that I think when we talk about personal branding, people almost assume that it's like, well, if I start to build it, they will Mm -hmm. come. And while that's a great movie, I think it's a crappy strategy for building or the expectation of building a personal brand. So talk to me about the amount of investment, maybe the patience or whatever it is that you think can be correlated or connected to this. Listen, this is how you need to think about when you're building your fan base and what it might take you to do that. It's very insightful. You're right, because I'm sure you have people listening, writing down notes, scribbling down because they're watching what George does on Sprocket Talk. But listen, I'll give you two quick scenarios. One is about 15, 20 years ago, this same playbook I did with email marketing. I had an email newsletter called the Small Business Technology Report. One of my first interviews with some big executive at Microsoft. What I'm trying to say, George, is I did that email newsletter day one. Nobody was watching me or reading me. Six months to a year, man, before the email, and this was back in the days before social media started to build. Today, fast forwarding, I think I would guess, George, but I love your input. It's probably a similar time-ish, a month or two months, unless you're buying bazillion ads and then it's not personal branding. It's too short. Six months to a year, I think, probably where you're seeing an inkling where George may be even just possibly hearing your voice once a month. So for me... I think if you haven't been in the game a year to three years, you got to keep doing it. As one of a friend said, who I just interviewed a few hours ago, actually, for taping this, he was like, Ramon, I've been doing this for 10 years. Yeah, I think you hit it right on the head with that one. Because for me, I always tell people six months to nine months, you're going to see that little tiny light at the end of the tunnel. And you, you know that you're starting to get somewhere by the year, year and a half. The, the light, you can kind of see a few trees. They're a little blurry. You, you know, the circle's a little bit bigger. When you get into year two, year three, now all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I'm in this huge park, and I have no idea which way to go in this huge park. And that's when you have to talk about what your tip number two is, really honing in, because you can kind of bounce around in that dark tube a little bit. But once you get into the light, once you get into that park, being able to know, well, this is my journey because this is how I differentiate myself. Ramon, that's what I want you to talk about is tip two. And when you were trying to figure out who you were going to be to the world, what you were going to bring to it, were there some tips, tricks, hacks that you put Mm -hmm. yourself through to understand this is the direction that the Sprocketeers, the viewers or listeners might be able to implement for themselves. I think two things that come to mind for me, George, and one, you and I, I think, knowing you a bit, do very naturally. But my point is that I think, A, some people do have to strategize and find you. Take the blender company that won a very famous example, Will It Blend? It's a stupid, boring, idiotic, dumb blender dude. But they're like, how can we be different? We're going to blend iPhones and Lamborghinis. One third of your audience knows the story. You can just look it up, Will It Blend? 
So that's really thinking how we can be different, whether it's Burt's Bees or whatever brand you want to pick. The better case I would be, uh, God has given us, and if you don't believe in God, you know your audience, whatever you believe in, point being, George has an engaging personality. I do as well. This is natural. This is us 24-7, waking me up at a dead at night. So my point is, ideally, to do this, the, the easier way is you have something inside you that really pops and sizzles. So again, to repeat, you can find it. You know what? We're going to be black water bottles, but we're going to do this cool. You may have to think about it and find it. But ideally, if you made a water bottle that was pink and round, but of course, personal branding is not product. Really, it's focusing on you. So does that help a bit, George, this second thing? Is it, is it helpful, what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I think it's very helpful because what I hope the Sprocketeers heard is you have to find who your authentic self is. You have to find kind of your passion point. And then it's really mapping out, how do I actually drive revenue? How do I make money off of yes. being my authentic, passionate self and turn that into a brand? So, so here's the thing. I do want to get kind of into the branding side of this, meaning you're, you've gone down this timeline, you've mm -hmm. gone through the tunnel, you see the light, you're now trying to figure out how you're going to you know, separate yourself. Mm -hmm. You're finding your authentic, passionate thing, and you're tying that to driving revenue for your small to medium-sized business. Mm -hmm. What are some elements, some physical or digital elements that you ha one has to have in place for the audience, for the fans to mm -hmm. actually kind of attach onto, to start to feel like they're that tribe or to visually see or understand you or even maybe auditorily like, oh, mm -hmm. that's Ramon. Talk us yes. through that a little bit. Enjoying this podcast? Make sure you show the love. Go to Apple Podcasts, hit that subscribe button and leave a review. Help us become the strongest strategy podcast on the internet. Get access to hidden episodes and bonus content. Head over to sprockettalk.com forward slash strategy. Yeah, and I think, listen, everybody is going to do this differently, but I'll just pull up here, George. I didn't plan this, you know, but listen, even to small things like my business cards, you can see this is just me. They're, they're different. So I think that, listen, I'm a firm believer in the tactical things you're doing. A, do you have good visual? Look at Georgia's screen. Man, that like stands out on a YouTube thumbnail, right? Uh, so I think, listen, are you doing events? Do you have a book out? Are you pumping a great amount of content? Your visuals, how do they look? Some of you I know already, I'm overwhelming you. You're thinking, Ramon, this is a lot. I'm just sharing with you my journey, one of a few you know, experts that George has, how I've done it, and it could be for some of you, but events. Uh, content, the images you had, the graphics you have, podcast. Some of you, you're ready to do this because this is the game of education. And if you have a runway after you're doing your sales, your word of mouth, keep doing those things to pay the rent and get in sales. But it's a good deal, George, and I know you agree with me to wake up and have three inbound leads, 20 inbound leads saying, Ramon, George, whoever, we want you. That's what I've been blessed to have at this stage in my career. It's inbound, inbound, inbound because I've earned that through the content. I love that. And that's where I want to go next, because I think that most of the audience will say, okay, I'm willing to put in the time. I understand I've got to, you know, get these elements together. I've got to differentiate myself. But when it comes to content, I've seen so many people get paralyzed. Mm. So if you're, if you're building that personal brand, what are some ways that you can actually leverage or lean into the type of content that you should be creating. What is going to give you the most bang for your buck? And how do you navigate that space, Ramon? When you mm -hmm. was like, well, I should do a podcast. No, I should do video. No, I should write blog articles. No, I should. Holy crap. What should I do? How did you figure that out? 
Yeah, I think, listen, if, if you're doing it, one thing is, to, is I've asked a lot of questions of a lot of smart people, people like George. And again, I can talk about tech and marketing and all this. You, your agency, you guys do this. If you know what I'm trying to say, you know, you guys are practitioners of it. But my point being how I figured it out, I just did it. And I wish it could sound more scientific, but I'm just a firm believer for me, I do a lot of stuff. It's not necessarily seeing what sticks, but based on what I hear from people, George, when I go to a room, Ramon is around their head, not everybody, but me, meaning in my tribe, oh, Ramon, I see you all the time on LinkedIn. They say it in a good way. Oh, Ramon, yeah, I love your tweets. Something's clicking. So my point being, it's hard to say, I just have an email newsletter that goes out once a month. This prescription, which I'm giving, George, I think it's too little, man. I think so to figure it out, I would say that social, everybody has to dive into that. Email newsletter, it is a critical must. And I would start there. Dip your toes and do a video. I think it's powerful. It humanizes and personalizes your brand. And then the rest you can take from there and things that George has probably already talked about, podcasting, all kinds of things. But I think you, this, it's important to be, one thing I say, frequent, relevant, engaging, and measure what you're doing. F-R-E-A, free. That's my playbook. Oh, snap, Sprocketeers. We officially reached that moment where you have to hit the rewind button. Rewind, write that down. Free. What does free mean? And by the way, Ramon, let me just say, I love that answer because I am a firm believer in throw it against the wall, see if it sticks, create that content, test other content, because here's the reason why. We all start to get in this mode where we think we're really smart people. And I can tell you some of the most successful videos that I've ever put out are the ones that I thought were the dumbest videos when I was creating them. So you've got to test, you've got to see what that tribe, what that fan base enjoys. Then once you find those, make more of that. Test somewhere else, but make more of that. And it's, so it's like, here's the fire. Let me pour gasoline on it. Not literally. Don't do that. That would be weird and destructive. Ramon, if the Sprocketeers have more questions for you about personal branding, about really designating into who they are and they're free moving on the internet, where do you want to send them? Thank you, George. It's been honored to be here. And listen, three things I can share out. And thank you so much. RamonRay.com, R-A-M-O-N-R-A-Y, RamonRay.com. You can find typos and all kinds of other things at RamonRay.com. Point two, SmartHustle.com. That's where kind of the content we put out to help freelancers, entrepreneurs, and small businesses, SmartHustle.com. Those are two things. People want to check out my book, Celebrity CEO is the name of the book. I'd love for some people to check that out. But it's been an honor to serve your audience, George, and be here. It's been fast, furious, but man, you're a great interviewer. And thank you. I appreciate that. And Sprocketeers, here's the deal. Definitely check out the book. Think about free. Seriously, rewind that. Think about what free stands for when it comes to Ramon and this content and personal branding. And please think about building your personal brand to grow your small and medium-sized business because that's going to be a strategy that will impact. And while you're doing that, we'll wait for you here and we'll see you on the next show. Did you enjoy this episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast? We'd love to know. Leave a rating and written review wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And keep that learning going by visiting SprocketTalk.com. Sign up for your free membership. And in that membership area, you can find bundled episodes where we combine like strategies to help you grow better. Make the world better and share this episode with your friends and coworkers who may be battling the same obstacle. You can always reach out to George B. Thomas on Twitter with questions or guest suggestions or just to talk about your favorite Marvel superhero. Now go out into the world and leverage this strategy for your success. And we'll see you in the next episode of the 15-Minute Strategy Podcast.